0: Are you bored, and I mean really, really bored, of boring marketing? I tell you what, I am too. Welcome to the Built Environment Marketing Show, and yep, it's me, your rather bored host, I am Abass, from Abass Marketing. You know, for my solo episodes, I don't tend to record them too far in advance, as I like to keep them fresh and to go with my gut feeling. So today's show is a bit of a a 4am epiphany for me which tends to be, sadly, where I get most of my creative ideas and inspo from. It's taken from a recent LinkedIn post that I did, which I'll read out to you now. Here it goes. I'm bored. And let's be honest, many of our audiences are too. Built environment marketing content seems to be stuck on a hamster wheel of bland sameness. I know so many inspirational engineers and architects who deliver world-class work and projects. Yet, when it comes to their marketing, quite often it's a case of the same old formulaic thing. Churning out reams of one-off blogs as that's what they've always done, rather than get, to those all, get, get all of those smart minds together to come up with something way more exciting maybe under a campaign theme, or maybe doing an event that really does stand out to, for being so totally creative and making way more of an impact. Anyway, back to today, today's podcast episode. You catch my drift. I'm bored. I keep seeing the same stuff over and over again. And as somebody who is on LinkedIn, probably more than most people, I just keep seeing the same things. It might be the algorithm, but let's be honest, how much kind of marketing do I see that really wows me? Not that much. I did a diagram the other day about what makes good content and I came to the conclusion that it's about having some constants so that you're familiar and you feel comfortable as an audience but also having some aspects that are a bit freer and a bit more variable and can be changed up a bit. Take this podcast for example. My colours have always been grey and yellow my target has always been the same, built environment marketing people or built environment people who are interested in marketing. The name, well, let's be honest, it's had three names now. And so that's been a bit variable. Wasn't planned, but you know, that's life. And when it comes to the questions, some are constant and some are variable depending on what the conversation necessitates. But I've done my homework on the, my guests, so I have an idea roughly of where I want to go but the final direction is ultimately governed by where my guests' answers tend to head, where they take us. We're having real conversations after all. The structure of my podcast, you know, overall there's a framework, consistent music, but you know, sometimes I mix, whether it's a solo episode, whether it's an interview, but also if I have a spark of inspiration, I might do a mini series. I might take the show on the road. I can kind of, I guess, have creative inspiration and act on it, which is the part that I actually really like about doing my own thing. It means that I can kind of change stuff up so that I'm interested and so that my audience keeps interested. And when I reflect back on some of the client work that I do and the stuff that I see when I'm looking at marketing in the wild, the stuff that I feel is unboring, it seems to have a kind of structure and an overall direction. But still isn't afraid to use different mechanisms to tell a story, to kind of keep us all interested, keep us on our toes. That's the bit that I really love. I remember watching a clip by the writer Phoebe Waller-Bridge about her sharing some of her kind of writing process and how she creates her storylines. She's the writer of Fleabag, in case you didn't know. With her, she has her characters in mind, she knows what they're like, And then she kind of comes up with kind of creatively random thoughts. And the more absurd, the better was the language that she used, which I absolutely adored. And then she kind of writes those thoughts up on post-it notes, sticks them on the wall. And then she kind of just creates storylines by moving them around, see what kind of narratives kind of comes together. I mean, how joyous and freeing is that for a creative process? It sounds amazing. It sounds the kind of things that architects and engineers do when they're actually designing buildings. Why not apply that to your marketing, eh? Oh, in case you're wondering what relevance this episode has to be to be marketing. Well, to me, it's all about the next time that someone comes up and asks you for that usual download, that usual PDF that no one really downloads or actually uses, but it's what you've always done. Ask yourself. Is there a better way to do this? What is it that that person is ultimately trying to achieve? What is it that they're really trying to communicate? Why are they really trying to do this? And you know what? If you and them can't figure out why, with some clarity, some of the answers to these questions, maybe you should just say no. And you know what? The same applies the next time that someone asks you to post a middle of the road blog with no actual opinion. We've all seen it. Could be this, could be that. No opinion. Middle of the road. Or even the next time someone says, just get this out on social media. Why? It's bland. Why are we just adding to the noise? Just say no. Or even just say why and then just say no. So why am I being so tough on boring? Why do I want us to champion more creativity in our marketing? Well, it's because the robots are coming. And if if you haven't tried ChatGPT as a marketer, you should. And why should you? So that you understand how good it is. It's not perfect, but what it can spit out in a few seconds is actually pretty good. And with the right prompts and with machine learning, the way that it it kind of improves things so quickly, it's improving and learning way faster than you and I ever could. The machines are coming and they're going to be churning out way more of this boring, quicker, boring content, way faster than we ever could. So what's left? i tell you what's left for us marketeers. It's our creativity. It's our minds. It's our own inspired thoughts. It's our dash of inspiration. And that to me is why we've all got to get more creative in our marketing. And just some recent examples that I've seen are, I saw an amazing interview with the comedian Rob Mayhew, who has really blown up on TikTok in the past year or so. He does a kind of observational take on the advertising industry. And honestly, he is just so funny. He's in his mid 40s. He's a dad. And really, he's just really, really creative. Anyway, I'll share some stuff, some of his stuff uh, in in the show notes for you to take a look at. And another example of kind of people being creative is a hobby craft Wimbledon. It's a retail store selling kind of craft stuff. And actually, it's down the road for me. But they've gone viral because they do these amazing takes on kind of trending songs. They just have fun in their store shooting videos, and kind of just lip-syncing, lip-syncing, kind of say it, lip-syncing, thinking. and uh, they've had a, one that's actually recently gone viral to Kylie Minogue's latest track, Padam Padam, um, and it's just joyous to watch, so I also put a link into that as well, because it's good fun. Anyway, so, thanks for listening so much to my quest for us all to rid ourselves of boring marketing. Will you be joining me on my quest? Anyway, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode. So feel free to leave me a review or email me at io at I'd love to hear about what you think about boring marketing. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks so much for listening to the Built Environment Marketing Show. Don't forget to check out the show notes, which will have useful links and resources connected to this episode. You can find that on abassmarketing.com. And of course, if you like the show, please do share it with others on social as it helps more people to find us. See you soon.